Hey, third wheelers. In the great words of the legendary T.I., what's up? What's happening? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about fashion. Garrett went to a fashion show recently, so he spills the beans on that. And we talk a little bit about trends, fashion brands, all sorts of good stuff. It's going to be a good time. Let's do it. Hello, world. Thanks for tuning into the Third Wheel Podcast. You're joined today by Garrett, Josh, and Jordan. On this podcast, we're going to talk about topics regarding culture, faith, and our society. We're not here to take ourselves too seriously, and we believe you shouldn't either. We're just here to create good dialogue and gain perspectives from those around us. Sit back, relax, crack a cold one, and join in on the conversation. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Fuck it! That was a foghorn. Foghorn. Yeah, let's go. What's up? What's up, boys? It's been so long since we've recorded. I know. Yeah. Josh, what are you drinking right now, by the way? It's actually been since forever since anyone's heard anything we've said, so. True. Currently drinking Jelly King. <laughs> Back on the Jelly King. I expect nothing less from Bellwoods Brewery. Shout out Bellwoods Brewery. Sponsor the pod. What are you drinking, Gary? Pure vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Absolute. Distilled by his great grandfather. I'm having a uh, a very low-key, casual water bottle of Grey Goose tonight. (laughs) <laughs> beautiful what about you what's in what's in your beverage vessel <laughs> tell why don't you go ahead and tell us clark what's in your beverage vessel next time i'm at a restaurant i'm gonna say yeah hey, uh, could i please get a refill on my beverage vessel <laughs> in a large coke but can i have it in the big sized Beverage vessel, please. (laughs) Hey, uh, waitress, I don't know if you notice, but my beverage vessel is running dry. Refill. (laughs) Um, I'm drinking water. Oh. (laughs) This is on a square. All that beverage vessel lead up and all you're drinking is water. Yeah. My tummy hurts. So no beer for me. Uh, you know, your stomach probably wouldn't hurt if you had a beer. My stomach probably wouldn't hurt if I didn't have a disease. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, my God. Okay. Whoa. Sharp right. turn down a dark episode. alley. On to more important things. Yeah. On to things that I don't struggle on a daily basis with. And that affect my life greatly. On to things that don't cause massive amounts of grief daily for you. Yeah. 
What'd you guys do on the weekend? I enjoyed most likely the final snowboard session of the year. Nice. So sad. Shout out Table Mountain. Saskatchewan, Is it a mountain, Clark? Saskatchewan's premier snow hill. <laughs> <laughs> Do they actually call it Table Mountain? Uh, yeah. Oh my god. How do Table they feel Mountain about calling it a mountain? Ski resort. That's insane. I think <laughs> so my gal was telling me on our way up there, she used to work for Sunshine Village in Banff. Yeah. Which yeah. is a real mountain. And she said that um someone from there uh working at Sunshine was traveling to table and all across western canada to different hills to do like marketing and like promo yeah and the guy's like driving down this dirt road like saskatchewan because that's how you get to this (laughs) hill and he goes over a hill and he said that he sees like a tractor (laughs) and like some farm equipment on the middle of the road and he like stops and he's like what's going on like why are you in the middle of the road, basically? The guy's like, oh, uh, I, th- I think he was lost or something. And he was like, hey, do you know where like Table Mountain is? And the guy's like, <laughs> and the guy's like, well, howdy, I'm the owner. <laughs> the owner's just like on a tractor. <laughs> well, howdy, I'm the owner. <laughs> Let me take you right there. <laughs> Watch out for the cows on the way. Yeah. Have you, so, have yeah. you, have you seen, uh, I'm looking for a table mountain. Well, howdy, you're on it. It's like just a small <laughs> little, small Welcome. little road. <laughs> that hill that he went over to before yeah. he saw them, that was table mountain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's uh, funny, man. So that, that, that mountain Boy, I didn't know what hit him. <laughs> um, I uh, on the weekend and on thurs- Thursday and then as well on Friday, I went to Western Canadian Fashion Week. Uh, it was like this, um, basically just like a four or five day stretch where they just focused on like fashion, like local fashion designers and companies and stuff like that here in Edmonton. It was pretty sweet. My um uh my friend Kevin owns a company called Reborn Garments and um, shout out shout Reborn. Out, shout out Reborn. Dude, wasn't he recently featured in uh GQ magazine? Yeah, he was. Oh yeah. Crazy. That That's too. crazy. Yeah. It's super nuts that happened. I think GQ UK, right? Yeah. Yeah, good for him, man. They did like um, so sick. They did like uh, it was like almost like an outfit, like planning like an outfit out or whatever for men, and then mm-hmm. his flannel that he that they made with reborn garments was featured like as like one of the dude. Part of the outfit I should be that. I should be the editor of GQ. Wasn't I just telling you, Garrett, that that's like his most fire piece? Is that flannel? Yeah. It's yeah, pretty. You dope. should be the editor just for that. Just for that, <laughs> I should definitely 
completely own. qualified. I should be the biggest editor in all of men's fashion. GQ, if that. you're listening right now, Clark <laughs> likes that flannel, so you should GQ, hire him. GQ, if you're listening right now, I will ditch these two idiots. <laughs> I will never record a podcast again if you give me any sort of internship or job at your magazine. You have my word. Damn. Dude. Fuck you, man. Also sponsor the pod. <laughs> <laughs> so, Garrett, you were at Kevin's, uh, or the fashion show, and he was featured in it, or what? Yeah, so he, his, there's, uh, like, a handful of um, different designers being featured and, like, doing the runway, showing off their collections, and he was one of the companies that was doing it that night, and was super dope. Sorry, Kevin is the owner of that, right? Yeah, so him, and then he has a partner, so it's him and one of his friends that co-own it together and design the stuff together and um and he actually asked to use a bunch of my production in his runway so like i did all the music and stuff for the runway which was pretty dope man sick yeah it was it was really cool because it was cool to see like my art like paired up with another form of art like at the same time like different forms of art kind of like i don't know i've never experienced my music like paired up with like fashion and stuff like that so and i feel like true it was a lot of very it was kind of like dark hip-hop production of mine and so it fit like the style of his clothing so it was really cool seeing that um and then again on friday night um there another friend of ours has a clothing company called gate 88 and mm-hmm. he uh he had a fashion show and he featured his music was all Casera this artist that i'm producing right now sarah and so i produced and helped write all of her stuff and so that was featured on the runway as well too so that was actually pretty sick cool how many um different uh companies were in that fashion show uh each night it was like well the first night i think there were six and then the second night seven or eight i think but they had go to both nights or no i went just on the uh, Thursday night and then the Friday night. But I think they had it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They had it like like four or five nights in a row kind of thing. But yeah, it was really cool. It was sick. It's really cool to see uh, Edmonton put on shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It was in Edmonton for all of Western Canada, you said? Yeah, but I, I mean, at least the two nights that I went to, it was just, uh, it was Edmonton featured artists but i think the other nights oh it's specifically for that city wherever they host it just the two nights that i went to i think the other nights they had companies that were like canada wide oh i see cool yeah but um yeah yeah, it was super cool it was very dope it was it's funny though because like i when i went there like when kevin when reborn garments did their runway i'm like man this is all stuff that i would that I want to buy and wear. Like it's very, it's like practical clothing that looks good that you would want to wear out onto the street. You're talking the reborn stuff or just in general? Like, no, just, just talking about the reborn stuff as well as gate 88 the other night, my other friend who had, who had his clothing company in it as well. Both of their companies are the clothing is dope. Like it's stuff that you would see someone wearing on the street. But then there's like a lot of, and there are a few other companies that were mixed in ask, with that. But yeah, I was just gonna ask, 
like when I see Fashion Week in like Europe and like Paris and stuff, it's like some out there shit that yeah. nobody is like, especially on the runway, nobody is actually wearing that shit. Yeah. So I was wondering how it compared to like a Canadian deal. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of that sprinkled in there as well, which was kind of like funny. Like me and Haley, my wife went with me and we were kind of laughing because like you would see people like walking down the the runway with like like big foam like squares and circles like attached to their sweaters <laughs> and stuff like the that hell? and they had like ribbons hanging out of their mouth like it looked like a fruit roll up like hanging out of their mouth like a long tongue <laughs> Haley oh, would have lost her shit like just weird <laughs> stuff and then one person was walking down and they had like a ch- like a it looked like a piano stool like yeah. over their shoulders and they were like holding on to the handles like I'm walking down the, and then I'm like watching this. I'm like, what the hell? Like, if you saw someone, just, if you saw someone dress like this, like on the street, you'd be like, man, should I give this person change right now? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's just literally purposely just trying to be edgy to be like, it's fashion. Yeah, yeah. I know. And then, and then like, we're we're sitting front row, and and I like as this stuff is going, like some of the weird, like more artistic looking weird stuff is happening i like look over and there's this guy like sitting a few seats down and he like looks over to this girl that he's sitting with he's like oh my gosh i love it so much this is amazing oh. blah, blah. i'm like no <laughs> you don't go buy it then but you don't love it you would i'm like look at the clothes you're wearing right now <laughs> are you do you have a stool on your dressed? shoulder right now no you don't so you don't was he dressed look- though he was dressed like, n- like nice, nice clothes, like a tucked in like dress shirt and stuff like that, like a long like overcoat, like fashion, like fashion forward, but not like yeah, nothing like the stuff that was like going down the <laughs> runway. Like it was like regular clothes, like you would never. He um, didn't have ribbons hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> he, then, he wasn't on the fruit roll up. I love this. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, like I get it. Like a lot of it's like an art like an art more of an art display than it is fashion but i like when i go there i'm like okay i want to see some really dope clothing that i yeah if i see it i'm like i want to go buy this right now like i want to i want to yeah. i love that sweater that that person's wearing i want to buy it and i want to wear that because it's super dope i don't care about the fucking stool that's around your neck like <laughs> go put on a sweater and walk out here like <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It was fun. I get it, but me and Haley were just kind of like laughing about it and thought some of it was kind of silly. <laughs> nice. In this uh in this body posy society we're in. Yeah. Were they all just like tall, blonde, skinny, or did they have some like diversity or what were the, what was the model situation look, looking uh, like? Majority of <coughs> of like the both nights that I was there is like tall, skinny, like girls, yeah. pretty much. Kevin's uh, the reborn models were pretty diverse. Nice, um, which was cool. There were, and some of them like there are some other clothing company like I I forget the name, but there's like this native like Métis clothing company which was actually very dope like t-shirts and like 
they would have like uh, like Levi, like vintage Levi denim coats with like their own designs printed on them and stuff like that. So it was very cool. Nice. And they had like like bigger, like more heavier set models there, like not just super skinny models and everything like that, like mm-hmm. shorter, heavier set models. Like they had a wide variety, but there was, I would still say for the most part, like tall, skinny models yeah. for the most part, for sure. But there, it was, there was definitely some people, like some companies that were trying to be like more positive, like body positive. Nice. And support that movement, which was cool to see for sure. Very dope. Man, I loved uh, when Jerry Lorenzo of Fear of God was starting to put out years ago those uh, shorts with the long drawstrings and the pants with the long draw- drawstrings. Yeah. Garrett, remember we'd make our own and we had like, <laughs> we like rigged up a coat hanger that would feed <laughs> it through the shorts and the pants. <laughs> Dude, they turned out pretty sick, and though. They act- I still wear they actually, mine. Yeah, dude, they actually look so good. Yeah. <laughs> they just didn't say fear of God on them. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, went on e- <laughs> we went on eBay and we ordered like a oh, like yeah. hundred yards right. of like drawstring. We ordered, it was like, a, it comes in the mail. It's like hundred mm, yards. Dude, it was so much. Oh it like my God. was a huge bundle of this like drawstring. Yeah. Like it was so much. And then we ended up, yeah, we just basically like ordered it. It was pretty cheap and we came in the mail and we just like figured out the length. We like wrapped around our waist and then like, hung it down like so it like went super long down and then we just cut it at length and then we made this rand and we pulled the drawstring that was in our shorts and our sweats already out and then we like rigged we un like wound like took apart this wire coat hanger and then i don't know like how we did it but basically we tied one end of the drawstring to one end of the coat hanger yeah and then feeded it through the whole pants, like the waistband of the pants, and then brought it out the other side. And then we like made it super long drawstrings and everything. And it looked pretty dope. I still have, yeah, I yeah. still have a, a, one pair of my shorts and my joggers, and they look dope. Gear, man, crafts, I, I know that crooks and gear. <laughs> seriously, I, I know that there's all these fashion trends that are super popular, and like Clark said, they're in H and M and all those chain or uh chain stores in the mall and shit but garrett i'm i'm gonna say that me and you were so on the ball uh ash was like that with us too yeah but we were so ahead of all that stuff because i remember when we would rip our jeans in like random spots on purpose like distress them yeah and like purposely distress them the amount of times that we walked in the mall when we got to work and people like I literally had someone stop me and be like, where did you get your jeans? Those yeah. are unbelievable. And I remember like that happened a few times Yeah, and it would just be from the things that me and you were like, oh man, that's actually so sick. Let's just do that. And then we'd see it online or like someone that yeah. we liked on Instagram, like fashion wise would be like, oh, he's doing this. Let's try it. And we do it ourselves. Yeah. So true. Um, we. Uh I remember I would, I started like getting into super long tees, like very oh, long yeah. and everything. And no one, and this is at, and this is in Toronto too at the time when I started like getting really into this. 
and Toronto in terms of Canada, Toronto's ahead of the game, like for Canada yeah. always. And is at least as far as far as I've noticed for the pretty much all the trends, Toronto it hits Toronto first and then it goes to the rest of Canada like super late. Like even Edmonton. This would have been like twenty fifteen for you too. Yeah. And no one was wearing long tees like at that time. Yeah. And I remember like I, I couldn't even get it. I had to get it at like from like Asian like fashion oh, stores, yeah. like Asian Fabric online stores. Right? Yeah. And then or like <laughs> Europe or like places from Paris and stuff like that were doing it. But nowhere in Canada sold them <laughs> in stores or anything like that. And yeah. or even online really. And I would get them and and I would either have people stop me and be like, yo, where did you get that shirt? That thing that looks so crazy, it looks so dope. Mm-hmm. Or they would be like, what the fuck are you wearing? Like, you look like an idiot kind of thing. Like, they'd be like, <laughs> yeah. why are you wearing a dress like over your jeans kind of thing? But it was like super long tees, like down to my knees with like the zippers <laughs> on the side and shit. But it looked super dope and no one was wearing it at the time. And half the people that were asking us what the fuck we were wearing are now wearing that shit. Oh, dude. <laughs> Buying oh, it from their sure, local yeah. H&M and American Apparel and all that. Speaking of that, like people like making trashing you and then wearing it. When me and Ash, my cousin Ash, were in high school, we get into grade 10 and we're wearing super skinny jeans and deep V-necks from American Apparel. That was like, <laughs> like, cause we were like alternative rock, like indie rock kids. And we just like, that was our whole fashion. And yeah. we got into grade 10 and n- everyone made fun of us like we had rumors started about us that me and ash were gay together and that we were like (laughs) everyone was calling us like fags gay guys whatever like we got so much shit for wearing deep v-necks and super tight jeans and this is all through grade 10 and we're like whatever like fuck it we're gonna keep wearing what we want to wear because we think it's dope and then summer like school ends summer holidays happen we come back grade 11 all the cool kids that were calling us gay and making rumors about <laughs> us and sh- giving us shit for that were wearing deep v-necks from American Apparel with the American Apparel hoodies over top and super skin tight jeans, wearing girl oh, yeah, jeans, definitely. just like we were. And I'm like, fuck you guys. And friggin' Vans. <laughs> yeah, dude. Everyone was wearing the exact same stuff that they were giving us shit for wearing a year yeah. prior to that. Oh yeah, that's hilarious. Yo, so the going kind of back to the department stores, like seeing the like it's all accessible at at. Mm. We're really pitch, uh, picking on Forever Twenty One and like H and M and stuff, but um, it's crazy going into those stores now. Like as someone, because basically there's like a cycle where shit becomes pop oh another thing i was gonna say before i say this you guys are talking about how you're way ahead of the curve let's not pretend that you guys like invented those styles i don't want anyone to you would see it on instagram and shit yeah you guys would be influenced by like dope people oh yeah like on on the internet and stuff are you sleeping for that or no no i heard you i just want to make it clear (laughs) Um, I'm pretty sure they, they figured that out from when I said it. You know, and like, <laughs> I got those clothes from like stores to, in like Europe and shit uh, like that. I, yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. Anyways, I know you're just trying to remind us. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to keep us humble. Deflate a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> deflate the heads. Um, but it's important for people to know, like, yeah, that I think everything is a continuous, like, taking inspiration from everything, right? Like, yeah, no yeah. one, I mm. think it is, it actually is Jerry Lorenzo, the fear of God guy, that I think he has continuously denied the title of designer because he says like he's just inspired by things that came before him yeah and like he never claims to like really reinvent the wheel which is funny because i feel like he him and like kanye and maybe virgil are people that have like a thousand percent like influenced everything that is in those stores we talked about yeah um which is where what I was going to say is like going in those stores, like as someone who like, I'm no like fashion super nerd, but as someone who like slightly pays attention to like those three guys I mentioned and like yeah. just has a general interest in it. I've seen like the rise of brands like Fear of God and Off-White and Yeezy and like Supreme and stuff and seen them kind of rise. And now you go into those stores and it's like overwhelming the copying and oh, like, man, it's insane. Like, especially with off white, like they, I don't know how they get away from it. Like the blatant ripoffs of like the yellow belt. Yeah. And like three stripes the, on the back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, crazy. and just like, like you say, the shorts with the long drawstrings with the whole fear of god thing like yeah that's just mm-hmm. all in there and it's like so crazy that i mean it's i guess it's smart for the big brands because like to the general like tween they're gonna be like oh yeah i saw justin Kanye bieber wear this <laughs> yeah so like it's cool like yeah so i <clears throat> guess it makes sense but it's as someone who actually kind of cares it's like a little upsetting so on that note me and Josh used to work at a big retail chain, um, like men's and women's fashion retail chain. And the amount Department of, store vibes. Yeah. And the amount of recalls that this company had on clothing <laughs> that it would get, that it would put out on the sales floor because they didn't have permission to use these designs. No and they way. would full on, they would just make reprints of these designs from like m- big fashion designers. And they would sell them for like super cheap and they would be like shittier materials, shittier looking versions of these really iconic fashion designs and, and t-shirt designs. And they would get recalls and like they did, they tried doing it with the Bieber purpose tour and they got, it was, oh all, it was out on the floor. We got it in because me and Josh at the store, we worked in the stock room. So we got it in. <laughs> And within, and we put it out onto the sales floor. Within a week of it being on the sales floor, it was a recall, and the visual merchandisers came back with all of this product from <laughs> this design that they stole without permission, and we're selling. Wow! Being like, hey, this is a recall. Can you put it in boxes? We can't sell it because forever. Tw- Dude, I wonder where be- that goes. Because this store got in shit. 
they just have they just send it back to like the main headquarters at least with the company yeah. that we worked at they sent it back to the main headquarters like warehouse and then i don't know what happens with that but they just couldn't <laughs> ship it in care packages to africa just drop that shit yeah. throw it out no, of place. i actually i actually heard that some companies i forget what situation but some companies with like extra or like recalled clothing they literally like do that they'll just like drop some clothes and you would like think that would Africa. be the best option for all those yeah yeah which is a good idea <laughs> it yeah. is a good idea yeah i remember though that when <laughs> some kid in africa just rock rocking the the purpose tour merch <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even know who beaver is <laughs> Just has Bieber's face on his shirt. Like, just got yeah, the most boy. fire fit ever. Yeah, just all this knockoff fear of God and like, yeah. kids oh. just flossy. Yeah, it was crazy though. Like, and and I know that if this company that me and Josh worked for at the time is doing that, there's got to be so many other companies that are doing the same thing, with or without yeah. permission. Yeah. So. So what do you guys think about that? Like the, like those high fashion brands being like copied and like put out to the masses. Like on one hand, you think like it's a dope, it's dope stuff that we all like and think is cool. Yeah. So it's good that it's out in the masses, but at the same time, it's like lost out in its, the masses, like as in your, they're getting sold at these smaller, yeah, or not like smaller, but these major H&Ms chains and the uh, Forever Twenty Ones and stuff. I mean, so it's like it's collectively, I guess, pushing fashion towards a direction that we all like, but in like a really, like, cheaty way. Yeah. For a number of so reasons, it, I don't so is like it, it. Good or bad? I don't like it for a number of reasons because. It takes away from the, I don't know, you can call, I don't know if you'd be able to call Jerry Lorenzo like a small independent business. I guess you can because it's yeah. him, but but like yeah. at the beginning stages, I would 100% direct people to him even if at that time it came out at H&M and all that stuff because he's the one doing it. It's his art. Yeah, and, but it's so expensive, dude. None of us can afford it. Okay, that. yeah, it is expensive. But I personally would feel like a pile of poo wearing whatever he's making <laughs> being made by H&M and Sento. I would not. I, I couldn't wear that, man. Yeah. Like, I would feel like a pile of a shit because it's not real. The quality is not there. And originally, when I buy a piece from someone like that, I'm wearing it for the quality. I'm yeah. not wearing it because it fucking looks cool. That's part of it, obviously. But yeah. for me, quality is way more important than that. Than the brand or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then quality, or sorry, um, in terms of economically and like yeah. fair trade wise, all those totally. companies, I'm not going to, I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming because of what I've heard, all those companies are all their clothing's made in like sweat freaking factories and like really unfair labor, child labor and stuff like that. And I also don't support that. And I know somebody like Lorenzo does a lot of his stuff. He used to do a lot of it himself. And then he has his team that manufactures all that stuff. So I support that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, 
ultimately, I, I see both sides of it. Like to the kid in, who's in grade seven right now and he, and he follows Jerry Lorenzo on Instagram and he sees yeah. the shit that he's wearing. He's just like, fuck, I want those sweatpants so bad. I want a jogger that fits me that way. I want a t-shirt just a basic t-shirt that's super oversized and like hangs on me the way that it does on Jerry Lorenzo with his fear of yeah. God stuff. But I'm in grade seven and I work mm-hmm. at McDonald's right now. And I just, yeah, I see that. I, I want to look so cool and I love fashion and I care about it. I just don't have the means <laughs> to wear that stuff right now. So I see that realistic yeah. for him. Yeah. I see that side of the, the coin and where that kid can go and take his $250 paycheck that he gets for two weeks of work at McDonald's and go to H&M and get the flyest outfit he can possibly get for $75 and still have money to go out with his friends and show off that outfit that he just bought. That's super important. And I think that that's at least nurturing a young kid who loves fashion in the right direction. I think that, but then I think I see the other side of it where we should be educating people and teaching these kids that when they get to the point where they have more money and they can afford nicer stuff that's made with more with higher quality goods and with with that's treating their laborers and the people who are manufacturing it properly so on so forth if they can afford stuff that's a little more expensive do that more at least at least have some of your wardrobe that's supporting those designers and those clothing manufacturers at the end of the day if it's really really good ideas and good product there's nothing anyone can do about it it's just yeah. it will be regurgitated and made at at, at yeah at ma- especially like you said it's levels good. like yeah i think i think when you say that gear it all comes down to like I guess your attitude and like whether or not you care or not. Yeah. Cause I, I know a lot of people that just like don't care. They're just like, like, especially like, like me, like I'm more of the, on the side of like buying quality first and like rather pay more to get higher quality. Cause I actually care about it. Yeah. But some people hear the prices I pay for clothes and they're just like, are you like effing crazy, which, dude? Like, which is just that don't bad, get it. To be honest, which is fine. Yeah, like if if you don't mm-hmm. really don't care, and to your point, Crooks, about fair trade and stuff. Like, if they don't care about sweatshops, and they're just yeah. like, oh, everyone, because I've heard the argument of like, oh, well, I'm not gonna uh, shop at H and M. Well, Apple's just as bad, or like, right? Like yeah. at at some point, all companies are like money hoarding pigs like with no morals like right Right. if you want like really high level economics you got to go to a place like kevin like local clothing kind of like yeah like that type of shit but sorry wait go ahead no yeah i was just i was just saying it's really all all just about the attitude and like i know some people Mm -hmm. don't care which is fine but also some people do, and that's great too. Yeah. Personal I, I, conviction. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I personally lean a little bit more towards uh, like you guys, mainly crooks there, on just like kind of being frustrated with it. 
But at the same time, I think of like a good example of this is like Yeezys or like the the whole Ultra Boost fad or whatever. Like I was, yeah. yeah. Like I again, like we said earlier on Instagram, saw a pair of Ultra Boosts. I was like, those are dope, and I got them immediately when there was you could get. I remember the first time I got Ultra Boost, they were like Dude, a huge I remember wall when you got them. Yeah, I was with. We were at West Edmonton Mall. No, yeah. we were. Oh, was I with you? You yeah, bought yeah. the the 1.0s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The very, and remember, there was a huge wall yeah. of them, right? Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, these are... And I put them on. I was like, these are the most comfortable <laughs> thing I've ever worn. And you I agreed. So I, I just, Yeah, I just don't think you had the money at that point. No, but, I definitely didn't. I was like, oh um, my God, these are fucking yeah. sick. <laughs> and I had been saving up for them because I knew they were coming out or whatever. So anyways, all that to say, I got those and then they were hot for a while and I rode out for when they're hot and now they're completely dead. Like the resale on them is Mm -hmm. completely dead. You can get them for like, there's no resale on them. They sit on shelves. Like I I think the last like three or four Adidas stores that I've went in, they're sitting like on shelves now. Oh yeah. And a year ago a year and a half two years ago no way you couldn't find one pair Mm -hmm. and so i think yeezys are starting to go the same place yeah um the the everyone's saying the yeezys are kind of dead but then i think of like an interview that i know you have seen crooks where kanye says when we're all thirsting for his shoes he said i want to make it so these are available to everyone and mm-hmm. th- we're all just like, yes, yes, yes. Like, we can't wait for that day. Like, I just i am so frustrated with missing every drop. And now that we literally anyone can get them, <laughs> people are so pissed. But I've yeah. just been like, I think they look cool. I think they're comfortable. And they're at a price point that works for me. Yeah. yeah. So I th- just buy them. At so the win, end of win, it, yeah. People who are actually pissed off about that. and like with sneakers like for instance Yeezys and Ultra Boost whatever is because those people care way more about about the hype. about the hype having you're like yo fuck you I have these shoes and you don't have these shoes yeah. I got the drop I was able to get through the wave <laughs> at the at the uh, Yeezy 350 drop you weren't like check it out yeah. I'm going to flex on Which, you and that's that's only re- reason why people would give it would get upset like for yeah, me i'm just exactly like, i don't care if like i don't necessarily care about if i if everyone or way more people have yeezys if i really love the shoe and i think it looks dope and i can afford it and it's super comfortable i'm gonna get it i don't care that that i show up at a mall and i see another person wearing the same shoes i don't like to dude me, i'm that, stoked I don't if care. i see tons of people in yeezys i'm like sick they're all rolling in comfort and they all look good. Yeah. Mind you, there's a lot of trash fits I see with Yeezys, but oh, yeah. <laughs> still like, I'm just like, yes, cool. Like I like that shoe. I know you're comfortable right now. Yeah. Sick. Move yeah. on. I'm not just like, I mean, Oh, I hate that they have on what I have. Yeah. Then yeah. why are you wearing it? If you don't like that they're wearing it. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, if like you're wearing it. You should want everyone to. Yeah. I mean, I get, and I think I've said this in the, in the, one of the, our previous episodes, but like I do get the other side of it where it's just like, 
not necessarily like, man, I have this and you don't have this, but I do like the idea of being like, man, this is a really hard item to get. And I'm super stoked that I was able to get it. Like, not necessarily that I don't totally. want anyone else to have it. It's just being like, there is a nice feeling about being like, oh man, like not a lot of people can get this very easily. And I'm just super pumped that I was able to actually get my yeah. hands on these. Like that is, so I get that feeling of it, but. Yeah. And I, I could also respect on the other side, um, people that, especially in sneaker culture, people that get like really like your cousin, uh, Gare, he's like, like one of, I feel like he's a big guy in Edmonton as far as like sneaker buying and selling Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like always just like he's definitely bases stuff off hype, which is fine. Yeah, he, I think he just likes to see what's coming in. He likes to move product out. He likes to move product in, and he's like, "Let's see what people like." I like to follow the trends, and he's yeah. I feel like he's open about that. Um, I think he almost uh, likes the Mike, business side of it more than he yeah. likes because, like, even. Oh yeah, like I was talking sure. with I've him the other week, before. and he had like yeah. some off whites that he got, some Nike off whites, I think, and they're super dope, like crazy sought after shoe. And I don't even think I don't even think he wa- like wore them one time. I think he like tried them on when he got them, but like yeah. he just left them Flipped in the box them. kind of thing and had them for like maybe a month and a month and a half or something. And then I th- I think he just sold them. Like I think he just got rid of them. Yeah. And like got another shoe that he was super stoked on. I think he got like more Yeezys. Like I think he got like the Yeezy high top shoe. I forget what those ones are called, but which are like older, less hyped. Yeah. Yeah. Which are older, less hyped shoe currently. And he like got rid of a super sought after shoe right now currently. And then got like something that's older because he liked it better. So I, I don't think he cares. I think he just loves the, the fun of it. Like he loves the game. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, I remember we were talking with Mike about it, Gary, your cousin. Yeah, and uh, he was like, admittedly, like, "Yo, I want that shit that no one else has." Yeah, Yeezys, everyone has, so I'm done with that shit. And I respect the hell out of that too, because at least he's like, "Yeah, I just want that exclusive shit. I want to feel dope, and that's cool to me too." Yeah. I don't understand it. That's not how I roll, but. That's I respect it, but the key there is him admitting that I only buy this shoe basically because it's cool and hype. Yeah, I mm-hmm. hate it when people are just trying to play like, oh yeah, this is dope. But as soon as like it's played out, they're just like, ah oh, nah, that's whack, bro. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. you know it's not whack. You were just wearing it. Yeah, yeah, and and also like for instance the three fifty easy three fifties. Um, like the amount of flack that I've got from those, like most of, most of the people that see me wearing those think that they're ugly. Like they don't even like them. Like a lot of the people. And are you, are you talking about the 500s? Sorry. Yeah. Shows how much I care about this shit, but the 500s, <laughs> that's the ones that I have, right? 500s. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So the 500s, <laughs> a lot of people, like majority of the people when they see me, they're like, man, those shoes like look funny. Those look like dad shoes. They like, look like desert like, rats. Like, <laughs> but 
I don't care because I think they're comfortable. I think they look dope. So I'm going to wear them and I'm going to buy them and it's worth it for me. Don't worry, Garrett. I think they look awesome. Do you? That's really all that matters. Do you like those ones? Yeah. No, I I think they look good. Especially every time I every time I die. Uh, <laughs> every time I make a sneaker purchase, I always send a picture of, to Crooks right away. Make sure he likes them. That's all <laughs> yeah. that matters to me. I've got Before a folder in my pay? albums. Clark shoes purchasing. If he gets a boner, then I'm good. Whoa. Ooh. Cut that. We're Christians here, Mark? <laughs> Cut that boner devil talk. Circumcise yeah, that. I, I gotta I, I, I circumcise that. I gotta pee boys real bad. We could just end it there, really. Yeah. We'll end it with Clark saying he needs to take a pee. We'll leave that right now. No, in the we'll end it before that, I think. No, dude. When uh, I, I say keep, boner, I think it'd be a funny <laughs> episode. Ending. I'm keeping that in there, man. I'm editing this one. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, we hope you enjoyed that fashionable episode. Thanks for listening once again. And I gotta tell you, I'm pretty stoked on something. We're releasing this episode on a Friday. And it's not because we want to just switch up the schedule. It's because we got something plan for Monday and that something is our very first guest and I'll give you a little hint he or she or them or they have to do with the episode you just listened to so get stoked it's gonna be beautiful thanks for listening once again we'll see you Monday Go follow the social media and go, you know what? Go rate and leave a review on our iTunes. I would be really sick if you did that. We would enjoy that. Thanks. Bye. Mwah. Ciao, baby.